Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Game Time Decisions, Lineup Lock Live. Continues Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've got a lot of golf uh, to get to. We got some baseball as well, but it's it's a golf uh, day. Of course, we're talking about the World Cup. We're talking uh, U.S. Open. Uh, Cam's got not one, but I believe two golf lineups uh, put together. I've got one lineup put together right now. Dan Daly will join us in about twenty minutes uh, time or so. We'll run through the baseball a little bit lighter night uh, tonight, Cam, on a baseball uh, diamond due to the fact that. Um, bunch of afternoon games yeah you said it uh, the usual wednesday afternoon slate right now so we got a DraftKings lineup for you for the night slate i'm actually looking gabe to do a little mini stack with your los angeles dodgers i think they have some really good numbers against cole hamels uh in the situation tonight guys like justin turner taylor i think a lot of those guys are going to be good also dodgers are nine and one to the over in their last 10 baseball games they're really starting to heat up well we know they're a streaky team they are a very streaky team so yeah i I have some uh, affiliation with some dodgers in the lineup and i also like a few cardinals tonight against uh, san diego a real nice pitching matchup for st louis to rake a couple guys very very cheap in their lineup too that i think could do some serious damage looking at some cards looking at some dodgers and uh, hopefully the pitching game by didn't go for the top-notch guys. I got uh, strikeout machine and another guy taking a little bit of a flyer on. And I see, uh, you know, we always talk about dealing with late scratches. Uh-oh, no. I've got to deal with a late scratch right now. My man, uh, Mitch Garver. You love the Garve man. He's been good to you. He's $2,700. Very cheap. Very cheap. That's a good price, but he's out. Yeah, he's out. And it looks like I'm going to have to go with uh, Roberto Perez. <laughs> That's the thing. Sometimes when you put the puzzle together, it's hard to, you know well, what I mean? Well, it sucks when you go with a really cheap guy. You're, I'm boxed <laughs> in now, you know, unless you I get, want to redo the entire lineup. You get, yeah, you get a guy for 2600 bucks or like cheap, 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 then yeah, you, it's like how the hell am I going to get a guy that I want at that price? It's Jonathan Lucroy is real cheap. I like Jonathan Lucroy. I think that's actually a really good play there. He's I got think. that Garrett Cole. Yeah, he does, but hey. Okay, we'll, you know, we'll jump in with the pitchers that we went with and uh, we'll, we'll blast sure. through this. So No problem. Uh, I went with uh, Trevor Bauer. I went with Trevor Bauer, and I spent on pitching tonight. I'm mixing it up a bit. I spent big on pitching tonight because Bauer's $11,500, and Barrios is $11,200. He's, my, he's one of my guys, too, Gabe. Strikeout machine. You've seen Barrios' numbers. 10, 7, 8, 9. Strikeout power. Yeah, Barrios has been racking up the DK points. You look over his last five starts, 36 DK points, 33 DK points, 23, 19, and 39. Woo-hoo. And 39. Barrios in a great spot uh, tonight against uh, the Detroit Tigers uh, as well. Bauer in a nice spot against um, against uh, the Chicago White Sox. Uh, I'm not going to blast through a million stats uh, tonight. We'll just uh, jump into the players so we can get to uh, Cam's golf lineup. And Dan Daly is going to be joining us later as well. Uh, but I'm uh, going with uh, Jose Abreu tonight, actually. Jose, Jose I, like, I like that. He's actually the one guy that's actually hit Trevor Bauer uh, pretty hard. Uh, Brian Dozier, second base, uh, mixing it up uh, here this evening. $2,800, Miguel Rojas at uh, third base. Uh, Adrania here, man. This kid has been killing it, man. Adrianza. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's very underrated. Yeah. Very underrated. Man, there's all these new names. In I baseball. Know. <laughs> What's his name? Irie? What? Yeah. Adrianza? Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> You're looking at, what do I call you, man? I yeah, don't know. I, know. I, I need. What, what, what happened to Tim Smith? Yeah. Adam Duvall. It's a Thank new you. world. Yeah, it's, it's a whole new world. It's a new world. Adrianza, uh, $2,900. Very, very cheap, man, uh, Adrianza. And you look at the, the numbers. Cam, 33 DK points last night, 14 a day before, 7 before that. Very Kids solid. on a run right now, $2,900. 
at uh, shortstop. Matt Kemp, talking about the Dodgers. Matt Kemp uh, will be one of my uh, outfielders. Ozuna of the Cardinals. This kid's unbelievable. Had him last night, buddy. And uh, another cheap punt uh, player tonight, uh, Robbie Grossman. Oh, from uh, Grossman from the Twins. Yeah, Rob, Little RG. Rob, Robbie Grossman. I, actually, I like Grossman. He's, he's a good guy. How much was he? 27? Yeah, $2,700. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. He's actually got 22 DK points the last three games. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, got, when you pay for the pitching, you're going to have to find some value. He's got hits. He's, uh, listen, Grossman's got hits in three straight games, including a home run, an RBI, uh, the run scored. And uh, like I said, uh, 22 uh, DK points in the last uh, three games. I like it. I like where you're going with that. And we talk about um, we talk about Barrios, man. Barrios has uh, put together some well, great, great run for this kid, man. Yeah, like you look at Barrios's numbers, and his WHIP is zero point nine two. He's given up two run, two run runs or less in four of his last five uh, starts with the strikeouts. Coming off a complete game. A complete yeah. game as well, as you stated, with the strikeouts. He does everything. He's a fantasy dream right now. At 11200 against Detroit, I actually think that's a very good price. That's he already beat Detroit this year, exactly. too. 4-2 earlier in the year. Yeah, you have to He play. went eight innings. He struck out nine. Looks sounding better and better every minute, buddy. Yep, Barrios. At that price, a must play. I, I, love where, I love where you're going with that. I think I'm going to be betting on the other uh, twins. I'm talking to myself into to yeah. betting on the twins. So, man, if you, that's, that's sometimes when you put the lineup together and you see that guys well, have it's all numbers against it. Yeah, it's all correlated. It's for all sure. correlated. For sure. And uh, we talk about Trevor Bauer. We talked about this with Mark Lawrence. Ba- yeah, if he was Carrasco, Gabe, he'd be minus 280. If he was uh, Kluber, he'd be minus 300. You're playing the White Sox and Colby tonight. He's minus 200. Why? Because his name's Trevor Bauer. He's still he's pitching actually sometimes better than the other guys. Uh, you know what's unbelievable? Uh, he struck out 12 Detroit Tigers last time he uh, faced them. And the Tigers don't even have the hugest strikeout rate. That's that's very good news for Bauer. Over over Bauer's last five starts, guys, he's only given up eight earned runs. He's struck out 52 batters. I like it. I'm telling you, he's this guy's he's a stud. I don't know. No one talks about him. It's 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 bizarre. But I brought up Jose Abreu uh, earlier. Jose Abreu is actually 10 for 34. In his career against uh, Bauer. But Bauer is 6-2 in, in his career against the Chicago White Sox. I think Bauer and Barrios a great 1-2 pitching combination tonight, Ken. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Barrios. And my other pitcher, Gabe, for my lineup before we get to yours is Nick Pavetta. He's got a great uh, strikeout right there. I like the situation at Col- with against Colorado, who strike out a lot versus right-handing pitching. You're right. I wanted to go with Bauer, but I spent a little bit more at the bats and stuck with uh, Barrios and Pavetta. That's where I'm going with my pitching duel tonight, my pitching battery. Now, Brian Dozier is a player that we've taken quite a bit, actually. Love Dozier. Uh, he delivers. Yeah, and, he's uh, just very solid. Everything he does, I, I, I like the player. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, Boyd has been getting uh, lit up. He's gas can. Yeah, Boyd uh, has been uh, getting lit up. Um, coming off the second shortest of the, of, uh, of the season against Minnesota, uh, but what I like about this as well, Cam, Brian Dozier, 13 for 32 with three home runs and three doubles and five RBIs in his career against Matthew Boyd. Great n- numbers. And the thing about Dozier, too, Gabe, is he's one of those guys who could do it all. He hits doubles. He hits home runs. He does that. You know what I mean? Singles. Like he does everything across the board. Very, very good fantasy guy and reality guy. Uh, we mentioned uh, Adriana here. Um, Adriana. What the hell is his name? Adrianza. Adrianza. <laughs> I'm having an easier time talking yeah. soccer. No, I'm not. Benevolent. Where's the benevolent stranger? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Adrianza. 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 <laughs> I know these days. I'm just looking at ah. No, nah, my eyes, no, man. Dude, it's no. been like the last three I'm days with, with all these soccer parlays, and I'm clicking and no, I'm reading all oh, this and that. And, you know. Gabe, my eyes hurt now. Like, I'm looking at the screen. I go home, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I got to go to Lens Crafters. I yeah. can't even read anymore. Yeah, so uh, he's <laughs> not, He's on a 9-for-20 run right now with two home runs, seven RBI, seven runs scored in the last seven baseball Fantastic. games. Fantastic. So he'll be in my lineup. What other guys you got in your lineup? Did you give me the outfield yet? Yeah, uh, Ozuna and Grossman. Oh, yeah. Kemp, yeah. Ozuna, Ozuna Grossman. and Grossman. Can I give you my lineup? Yes, sir. I'm going to go with uh, you talked about uh, Barrios. We both have him, 11,200. 
10 strikeouts, 7, 8, 9. Gabe mentioned already, too, played the uh, Detroit Tigers earlier, fan 12 guys. This guy has strikeout power all over the board, a whip of under 1, 21.2 average fantasy points a game. Nick Pavetta, I mentioned, good numbers against the Rockies, who strike out a lot versus right-handed pitching. I think he's a very, very good pitcher for the price at $7,500. Yadier Molina, we're going to pick on uh, San Diego tonight. My catcher at $3,500. Five RBIs in his last four games, always solid with the threat to go deep as well, and doubles. Yadier Molina is a good price at 3500 And when on Gabe talked about it with uh, Cleveland tonight on a revenge factor, home run threat. He uh, strikes out a little bit too much, but we know with Ed Double E, he can go deep, and he's my high-ticket item at $5,100. Jed Jerko, really cheap, $3,400 for the St. Louis Cardinals at second base. I like that situation. Gabe, Justin Turner, ginger on ginger love here, 3700 bucks. This guy, hard contact rate of 47%, 292 ISO versus left-handed pitching. Very nice situation against Texas's lefty Cole Hamels tonight. Going with the Dodgers again. Taylor, 4300 bucks. I love the situation with Chris Taylor. Very good spot for Dodgers hitters. Adam Duvall for Cincinnati is so cheap at $3,200. He can go deep. Rise Hoskins of Philadelphia, monster. 287 isolated power, 37% hard contact rate, 42% fly ball rate. That's bad news for you, Colorado. Rise Hoskins and Shinsu. I choo-choo choose you almost every single night because you're on fire. 27 DK points, 22 points, four RBIs in four, his last four games, two home runs. Gabe, Shinsu Chu is really heating up for the Texas Rangers. That's the team with $100 might change. Can't help but when I hear Jerko. Yeah, well, the jerk store called and yeah. they're running out of you. <laughs> hey, Jerko. Hey, J- <laughs> not dead Jerko. <laughs> it's a great name. The jerk store. The jerk store. There is no jerk store. <laughs> Jet it's a good line, and I'm not dumbing it down for you. Jet Jerko. <laughs> the jerk store. The jerk store called, and they're running out of you. George Costanza a- was popping the shrimp, and uh, Buddy told him, hey, George, the ocean called. They're running out of shrimp. George had no comeback? Nothing. And when uh, the jerk store didn't work, uh, he just went with, well, I had sex with your wife. <laughs> and Buddy leads in and says, uh, his wife's in a coma. His wife's. <laughs> That's a great comeback. He had sex with your yeah. wife. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I, I had, had sex, sex with your wife. Well, I had sex with your wife. Oh, man. Yeah. I want to show, I'd like to drop that on someone. Yeah, the jerk store call. They're running out of you. <laughs> Jed Jerko. Uh, yes, those are the lineups tonight. I like the fact that uh, you got. Uh, you know what? I've, I've, I, I have pitcher envy, Gabe. I wish I had Bauer instead of Pavetta, but uh, I spent my money in other areas. So we'll see what happens. Good luck. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. I want any. Uh, I'm not sure. I want any uh, part of uh, Pavetta. <laughs> Pavetta's uh, failed to win in his last three trips Ooh, uh, to the mound, including losses to the Cubs and the Giants. Yeah. Pavetta hasn't lasted past the fifth inning in his last three starts. Oh, don't like that. No, just got like those strike. He'll still get me some se- seven strikeouts, seven strikeouts, six strikeouts. I see the p- potential with if, Pavetta. If if you want um, if you want something to put in your pipe and smoke, I, I do. Can, I can tell you that uh, the Rockies are just three and nine, three and six in their last nine ba- uh, road games. Yeah, and also strike out a lot versus uh, right-handed pitching, and Pavetta has uh, good numbers, so I'm going to take a shot with him against the Rock. We talked about uh, the Dodgers. We talked about uh, the Dodgers uh, being on an overrun right now, and uh, the Dodgers are nine and one to the over in their last uh, ten baseball games. Meanwhile, your Chicago White Sox, 10-1 to the under in the last 11 games. 10-1 to the under. Can't believe they won last night with Shields. He offered protection. That was a good condom. Remember we talked about it being a, a bathroom holy condom? No, that was super, super thick. Chicago White Sox pitchers have given up two runs or less in five of their last 11 starts. Hey. <laughs> Settle down there, Geronimo. <laughs> Cam's gonna start patting himself. I didn't. I didn't say they're winning no, games, they, Cam. I no. said their games are going under. Yeah, this doesn't, you know. No, no, I understand. But they did. They, they did beat the Indians. They last did, night. and they took two or three from the White uh, Red Sox over the weekend. They're actually not playing bad baseball. The problem is that start was so horrendous. I don't know what I have to do to get to sixty-one wins. Lots. 
They're not going to get there. We've talked about the Rockies uh, being three and six. Uh, you know, I got confused uh, with the three and nine. Oh, three and nine. Three, oh, no, it's three, six, nine, nine oh. games, three and six. Oh, okay. Uh, I was thinking of LeBron James. Yeah, you're in his record also, in the finals. Three, three and, and six. six. You're right, though. Looking at these computers. Is it LeBron James, though? Like, people people that want to make the argument against LeBron James, some people have said, man, he's lost, like, nine finals and stuff. It's like, no, no, no. He didn't lose nine. He's been in nine finals. He's lost six of them. Yes. And you talk about it, though. I could tell you one thing, too. Do people still talk about the Buffalo Bills going to all those straight uh, the Super Bowls? They, they lost the games. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to bring it up because they're your team, but. Well, the difference, yeah, yeah. the thing is, if they just could have won one of them. They should have beat the Giants. That was the one they should have won. They got mauled by Dallas. The, the, the it's Giants sort of like the Atlanta the Braves. One. You remember the Atlanta Braves won to a million World Series. They wanted, the, the Braves won a division 14 years in a row. Man. Yep. They won one World Series. Yep. Their pitching was like, just lights out. Smoltz, Glavin, Maddox, just. On a murderer's row there. Hey, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he has as many Super Bowl rings as Trent Dilfer. I know. You, I'm going to tell you something about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like, where do you rank? I, I rank him the best quarterback in the National Football League ahead of Brady. I think Rodgers is better. Yes. He is. You he know what, though? Better. It's a classic example, though, of like LeBron and Jordan, in which LeBron James is a better overall player than Michael Jordan. I'm not going to dispute that. He's six foot nine. Yeah, he he weighs 260 pounds. He's a linebacker with track speed. Yeah, he can play all the positions. Like, he does a lot of different things. I get it from an athletic standpoint. But? But he's winning. not 6-0 oh in the finals. And Aaron Rodgers, I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers throws the best ball. Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback. He is. He's the best. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. As far as, you know, throwing balls, making people around him better. better every, oh, everybody. Like you can, the way he can run. You basically everything. take any stiff man, put him in a Packer uniform, and Aaron Rodgers will get the ball to them. You said you said you it. Know? Watch Jordy. He's never really no. had, like, star no. guys. No, he hasn't. You know? He's had guys who've dropped the ball for him. And now Jordy Nelson goes to Derek Carr in Oakland. We're going to see not just him getting older. Watch the regression. Aaron Rodgers but helped Jordy, Jordy Nelson with all those plays. Well, Jordy, Jordy Nelson's possession receiver, but Aaron Rodgers Jordy kept Nelson's, him all that Jordy stuff. Nelson's done, though. That's what I'm saying. Injuries. Yes, that's what I'm, but I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers, when you look at Jordy Nelson as a – But like, Aaron Rodgers makes Jordy people Nelson around him so better. So much better. Like, but Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. So From he, a winning perspective, yes. Yeah, you can't yeah. – you know what I mean? But Tom Brady's in a different system. Yes. Right? Better team around him, more help. Yeah. Better like, offensive yeah, line. Well, you know, the, the big key is here, too. The coach. Oh yeah. Now I don't think Aaron Rodgers would get along with Bill Belichick. To be honest with you, they probably did clash. Yeah, they they don't they're not the same type, so it's different, and it's a different offense. Tom Brady really just dinks and dunks. People don't really realize that his arm strength's really gone down. Oh, you know? his arm yeah, strength's terrible. He can't even yeah. get it there. I know. No, but like even in in his prime, he was never really a a vertical type of passer. He's a system read the defense. It's the play calling. It's a big part of Tom Brady. I'm not taking it away, but from an athletic standpoint, from an athletic standpoint, Aaron Rodgers is the best Better, quarterback. That's my that's my take too. I think he's the best damn quarterback in the National Football League. Better than Brady. I'm not sure how we got on to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know either, but we were just talking about greatness and LeBron James and things kind of went over there. We veered. I blame you. <laughs> Yeah, I, you always do. I didn't bring up Aaron Rodgers. I, I think I might have. <laughs> I was talking about baseball trends. Yeah, were you? You were talking about the Rockies, three and six. That's what we got in this. Oh, yeah, Rockies to LeBron James. Oh, to Ter- Aaron See, Rodgers. It was a, yeah, it was, it was just a, All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> All right, so for the record uh, now, uh, due to the kindness of uh, of our hearts, uh, we're going commercial free for the rest of the commercial program. free. Yeah, that's what we do. So if you have to go to the bathroom, uh, Cam, too bad. Yeah, too bad. The, the string won't make it there. You can go in the Pepsi can. I... <laughs> yeah, you can go. You can go in the Pepsi can. Uh, Dan Daly will join us uh, in a couple of minutes. Time we'll get back uh, to the U.S. Uh, open. open for sure. See but, who Dan uh, likes. Yeah, so looking at the, the baseball trends, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks came into the day as the hottest team in baseball. They were 11-3 and in their last 14 games. They're losing right now 5-2. Uh, but I tell you, you want to talk about hot teams, though, the Seattle Mariners. Yep, scorching. Scorching hot team. Now 18-5. Uh, and five. 
or is it? Is it? Uh, no, it's nineteen and five. Nineteen and five in the last twenty-four games. They've just blown a four-one lead. They have four-four now. I know. Probably a good time to jump in on the Mariners. Live, they're minus two sixty. I don't really feel like doing that. Doesn't doesn't seem like good math. Oh, son of a, because they've got runners on oh, first and second. That's what's going on. And it's the sixth <laughs> inning only. They're a resilient team, man. They, they sure are. They, they're playing great baseball. I love the way Seattle does it. I really hope they can do something at the trade deadline because I know Mike Leak and a couple of the other guys, Gonzalez, are pitching well, but I don't know how long that's going to last. They need a, If they can get a, a certifiable number two or three guy, Gabe, I think that would help them go a long way. This is the year. You've got to do it. They've disappointed so many years. They've right. always let you down. Here's the uh, here's a, a major league baseball trend of the day for people to put uh, to to uh, to put on the table and uh, think about. Yep. The San Diego Padres are all and twenty one as a minus one thirty five plus underdog in the last game of a road series after a game in which they allowed one or fewer walks. That just blew my mind. 0-21. I don't like the matchup for them either tonight. With uh, I don't like the sounds of this either. Power. The uh, the Minnesota Twins are 0-10 since January the 26th, 2017, when Jose Barrios starts on the road when they won in his last start. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Minus 155. Some of those stats are just kind of meh. The Atlanta Braves are 0-9 since August the 16th, 2016, as a dog. Off a game as a favorite in which they hit multiple home runs. Uh, can I give you the final score? The final score is Atlanta 2, Mets uh, nothing. Next. <laughs> so that trend was wrong today. The Boston wrong. Red Sox 13-0 and 0 since August 29th. Great trend. 2017 <laughs> is a favorite. The first game of a series after their bullpen allowed multiple uh, runs in the last game. I think they're up, they're, they're up 5 nothing, aren't they? I know they're winning right now. Yeah, it's Chris Sale on the hill, though. Chris Sale on the hill. Yeah, that's, that's, you're going to usually win when Chris Sale takes the hill. Pirates up 5-2 to two on Arizona right now. Yeah, still 4-4 four, four I'm seeing in this Angels and Mariners game. We'll see. We'll get some picks a little bit later on in the show. It's a very tough baseball board, though, Gabe. You said it. Like, I'm looking. It might be parlay night that you said at Cleveland with Bauer against Covey. Covey pitched well in his last start, though, against Boston. It was actually shocking. They won, like, one nothing. I was like, what the hell are the White Sox doing? They actually got it done. Uh, Weaver, I like over Lauer. He's minus 200, so if you like to put the parlay together with the cards and the Indians, that makes a lot of sense. And throw in uh, Garrett Cole against uh, Phil Blackburn in Oakland. If you like those minus 200s, Houston, St. Louis, and Cleveland. I'm going to be parlaying the uh, – I'm going to parlay the Houston Astros and the Cleveland Indians. I'll jump in on Barrios here, and despite that 0-10 uh, trend. Suarez, interesting note about Suarez on the hill tonight. He's actually a former Miami Hurricane. He's from Miami, so it's a big deal for him to be pitching at home. But he gets Caleb Smith tonight against uh, the Marlins. Yeah, I'm sort of in um, I'm in uh, World Cup of Soccer mode, so I don't want to force things. And, oh, yeah, we got, uh, we got Fetty on the hill tonight. <laughs> What do we got? Fetty. Fetty? Yeah, Fetty. Oh, yeah, for the Nationals. E. Fetty. Yeah, Eric <laughs> Fetty. Confetti? Yeah, you know, I was wishing his name would be Eddie. Eddie Fetty. Eddie Fetty or Frankie Fetty. <laughs> Eric Fetty is like, that's a little bit more dignified. It's he, Fetty. <laughs> it's a great name. No, you're just looking at it. It's like E. Fetty. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fetty's on the hill tonight for the Nationals. Fetty and Gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Gray's laying 180 tonight in that ball game, right? See, I don't know about that. Do you take a chance with Fetty? All right. So uh, Dan Daly, um, Dan Daly's uh, column is up over at uh, VegasInsider.com, and uh, Dan will join us uh, momentarily, or at least uh, we hope he'll join us uh, momentarily. There's no guarantees uh, in we, life. We, we don't make guarantees. Uh, but uh, Dan Daly's not a fan of Mike Davis, who runs the United States uh, Golf uh, Association. Uh, Mike Davis um, is in charge of the layout for the U.S. Opens. Now, this is something that's interesting here. In the uh, the first 110 U.S. Opens, four players reached 10 under par or better. That should never happen in a U.S. Open. All right. So only four players in the first 110 years of the U.S. Open, only four times did a player ever finish 10 under par or better. All right. In Tiger, the, Tiger Woods. In the seven U.S. Opens since. Tiger Woods what? 
That's what I was going to say. Oh. For over 10, like winning it over 10 under. All right. Yeah, I'm not asking about who. I'm talking about in the seven U.S. Open since uh, Mike Davis took over, 11 players have reached a 10 under par or better. So uh, clearly uh, the U.S. Opens have gotten a little easier um, under Mike Davis's uh, watch, uh, which is uh, something that Dan Daly's not a fan of. Dan Daly. What's up, Dan? Mommy. How are you, my man? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Dan. I'm glad that uh, you like me better than you like uh, Mike Davis. And, uh, you know, you know, Mike Mike Davis, I guess the numbers speak for themselves here. And as you state, you wonder, then why the hell did he add 15 yards to the fairways as well, Dan? Yeah, so I have to say I learned since that's a lot more Corin Crenshaw than it was Mike Davis. But he could have he could have remedied it, and he didn't. And uh, I read where Raymond Floyd uh, actually reached out to Mike Davis personally and just very politely ripped him a new one because of the fairways. You know, Floyd won there in in uh, back in the back in the uh, what was that eighties, seventies. So Floyd's got a, a special place uh, there at Shinnecock, and he he reached out to Mike Davis personally. He wasn't very happy. All right, so let's jump in uh, right now. We've been looking. Me and Cam have been talking about. Uh, uh, talking about a lot of the trends. Let's let's talk about uh, Ricky Fowler. I know you've only got about 10 minutes with us right now. So Ricky Fowler hasn't uh, won a major uh, before, but you look at U.S. Opens, and he's just a consistent uh, T5 machine. Any any interest in Ricky in this spot, uh, Dan? And uh, what do you make of uh, him getting engaged? And will there be any sort of uh, engagement swag off of this is this, you know, is this sort of the time? And I know we've been down this road before. Wow, well, this is the time for Ricky. I haven't been there. I'm not a Ricky guy. But I'm almost feeling that, you know, the time has almost come. Me and Cam were talking earlier about he's getting to the point now, man, where he's got eight, eight top five finishes in majors. Not a lot of players have had that much success in majors without winning in the history before. It's getting to the point where is he ever going to win one of these things? Well, two things there. First, regarding the engagement, Jordan Spieth got engaged. His career went downhill. Tiger got married. His career went downhill. So as far as the engagement goes, I think that actually <laughs> against Ricky Fowler. As far as all the top five finishes, you know, at some point, as I said in my article, one of these, you know, one of these days, if he does win, everyone's going to say, see, I told you so. But at what point? How much money did you lose betting on him to get to that point? And more importantly, you look at a Lee Westwood, you look at a Colin Montgomery, you look at a lot of guys that over the years everybody said they're eventually going to do it, they're eventually going to do it, and they never did. Now, I'm not saying Ricky's not going to, but at some point the guy's just not a closer. He's not a closer at the, at the Shell Houston Open. He's not a closer at the U.S. Open. And he's won some tournaments, grant you, but if you look at the way he's won tournaments, especially his big one is the players. He won the Players' Championship an hour ahead of the leaders by playing the last five holes in five under. So that's not closing to me. That's getting hot an hour ahead of the leaders with no pressure. So I just, until Ricky wins, and I know it sounds stupid, but until Ricky Fowler wins a major, I will not bet on Ricky Fowler to win a major. Now, if you want to bet him top five or top ten, I don't think that's a bad bet at all. I wouldn't bet him to win. No, I like your style, Dan. Ricky Fowler top ten. I'm not going to, like, throw down the units to win. Gabe and I talked about Jordan Spieth. Usually we, we get this guy at like 10 to 1, 12 to 1, but I'm seeing some books up at 18 to 1, Dan. I know he's not in good form. I'm going to pick on him in some matchup bets. What's your take on Jordan Spieth and, and Shinnecock? What do you think he's going to do this weekend? Well, you know, Spieth, his whole career has always been known for his putting, and what people don't realize is, is how good he actually hits the ball. And, and his putting historically is really, really good. In fact, the best from you know, 15 to 20 feet. He's been the best on tour in the last three or four years. Uh, this year, obviously, it's just been an absolute train wreck. But he's still hitting the ball well. He didn't at Memorial. Um, I, on a golf course that I think requires even par, two, three, four under is going to win, I, you know, I think that as long as he's hitting it well, he can miss some putts and still make pars and hang around. And my biggest thing with Spieth is, he just, for some reason, flips the switch in majors. He's like the old Bulls team that got bored and flipped the switch, or the Lakers team with Shaq and Kobe. I mean, he's, his ability to flip the switch in majors is, is unprecedented. 
I will never, ever bet against Jordan Spieth in any major, but especially the Masters. Uh, Dan Daly, Vegas Insider. His article is up on the uh, the golf page of uh, VegasInsider.com. All right, let's jump into Dan's uh, top five uh, plays. And uh, the guy that you have in your top five is your dark horse pick of the week is actually the guy that I'm going to be betting on. I was talking about it earlier. I'm a big fan of uh, the Justin Ray stats and trends. And I saw that uh, Justin was talking about um, the last seven years, the average age winner of the U.S. Open, Dan, 26.9 years old. Uh, the average ranking of the winner on tour is 12th. Well, Tommy Fleetwood is ranked 12th. Tommy Fleetwood is 27 years old. Um, I, 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 those are some nice numbers that I like uh, coming into this. Not to mention, I like his game as well. Um, you know, the, the numbers are dropping right now in the 40 to 1 range, but I think he's alive. Uh, he can really win this thing. Well, you know, his nickname is Tommy Flushwood because he hits it so flush and he hits it so good. And, you know, again, now that we're returning to a traditional U.S. Open course, I know they widen the fairways a little bit, but from everything I've read and seen and, and watched, I mean, I, I think that. You know, four or five under par is going to win this. And I think, you know, par is never going to get you in trouble. When you find a guy that hits as good as he does on a course that requires, you know, even par and, and, and just not make big numbers, you always got to look at a guy that hits that good. And, and at 40 to 1, I know you get a lot of play this week, but rightfully so. I think, you know, I, I like him if you want a dark horse. I think he's a good 41 play. Uh, I love him top 10. At, I think 3-1 to one is what I got him top 10 and 8-1 to one top 5. So, uh, you know, I think those are really solid plays. Also, uh, Dan, I got, I got to talk about a guy that both me and Morenci really like with the situation. I think you do too. Henrik Stenson. Just he could three-wood this course to death. He has that robotic kind of mindset. Also, extreme value. Um, 33 to one for like a guy that could definitely, uh, to win the tournament top five and top 10, you know, he's going to be there in his form Dan, fourth, six, like he's really been trending upwards too. He's had some really solid, uh, performances. If he just doesn't gag with the putter, I think he might be a, a nice little dark horse at 33 to one. What do you think about Stenson? Absolutely. I totally agree. He, he reminds me a lot of, of Fleetwood. Neither one of them are great putters. Um, and, and historically, you have to putt well at a U.S. Open because you're going to get in some trouble and you've got to be able to make 10- and 12-foot par putts. So, you know, when, when Stinson won his British Open, and, and I think it was 18 or 19 under par, he got hot with the putter. But he also just three-wooded the course to death, like you said. And, and I think this is a course that sets up well for him to be able to hit that three-wood in those fairways all day long and have irons in, you know, short irons in or, or middle irons in and, and make a lot of pars. I mean, a lot of pars are not going to get you in trouble this week like they did at Aaron Hills last year. You made a lot of pars last year. You got you got home on Friday afternoon. That's not the case anymore. Dan Daly with us, uh, Vegas Insider. So you can get Dan's complete preview in which he, he writes uh, his uh, – his uh, crib notes uh, on uh, various uh, golfers. His top five um, bets uh, this week, if you're taking a shot, Tommy Fleetwood, Henrik Stenson, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, and your winner of the 2018 U.S. Open is Dan Daly. Dustin Johnson. And, you know, I, I when he won last week, I kind of cringed a little because I've had him written down for a while. and I, I know. Nobody's ever won a U.S. Open. Yeah, no one's ever won a U.S. Open also, uh, Dan, after winning a PGA event the week before. You know, no one had ever landed on the moon at one point. So things change. But, <laughs> I, you know. Did I, they? I, I asked, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they tell me anyway. That's, that's what I learned from them and Dumber. But, uh, no, we, you know, I mean, at some point that's going to end. At some point, you know, everybody's kind of going away from him a little bit now because he won. I, I always like the guy that's, that's not totally on the radar. Now, obviously, he's the, he's the favorite and, and he's the number one player in the world. So to say he's not, the, you know, not being talked about enough sounds really stupid. But a lot of guys this week are going away from him because of the win last week. And I just, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a different week. It's a different course. It's everything's different, but he's still the best player in the world. And he seems to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder once he lost the number one ranking. And the guy just, he hits it as far and as straight as anybody in the world. And, and at a U.S. Open, uh, other than Aaron Hills last year, I mean, he's been 
you know, fourth, sixth win. He's, I just don't see a reason not to take him this week. He putted well last week. Everything about his game is just absolutely suited for this golf course and this major championship. Dan Daly. Yeah, Dustin Johnson, he's just going to power. Sell, power selling power. me on Dustin uh, Johnson. I, I know. I wish we can get more on him, but it's a great pick. Selling me. So you can read Dan's full U.S. Open preview at uh, VegasInsider.com. Dan, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for the time. Guys, I always appreciate it. And, uh, I, I love the I hope Tiger wins, just for record. I, I'm pulling for Tiger, although I've got him on him and DJ. You going to what, saw a T20 bet or something no, no, on Tiger? He, T10? He, like, he likes Tiger. <laughs> Always a pleasure, hey, Dan. He got to love a twenty million dollar yacht. I mean, how can you not like that guy? Man, that that I saw that. It's like uh, it's like a moving condo. That thing. It's not like they they call it a yacht. That's not a yacht, man. That's like a it's a cruise ship. It's like a personal cruise ship he has. It's a city block in Manhattan. Is what it is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's, it's got multiple rooms, like a basketball court. Like, didn't Phil get like a bigger yacht too to try to compete with Tiger? What a what a Phil! I think that was the party mobile actually. That yacht with the girls in the in, in the heyday there. Uh, to be honest, Dan. Now I understand why. Well, you, you imagine a party, thirty-two porn stars on that yacht. You're a married man, you but uh, yeah. Don't forget, yeah. You got waitresses and porn stars. It, it's going to be a hell of a party, and that's for teenagers, right? Yeah, that's, well, Tiger's like me. He liked everyone. Tiger, like from a stripper porn yeah. star to a I Hooters waitress. Girl, yeah. yeah, I hopped. You don't like, care. It was all good. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Guys, I appreciate you having me on as always. I look forward to talking to you for the bridge. There's that, Dan Daly. Dan Daly with us. Yeah, that's a great uh, party uh, ship that yeah, he's got. There. Tiger Woods, yeah, man, he's just ready to rock. Yeah, he's that that uh, that boat. You said it, Moretti. What's going on on that? It's boat? an advantage uh, for him, um, though. I was talking about this with Jeff Feinberg. It's an advantage uh, for Tiger to have this uh, boat there and uh, docked. Um, he avoids the traffic. And uh, the traffic to get in and out of that course is killer. Great point. And even for players, whatever. They might get an escort every now and then, but not consistently. You know, not golfers are on their own. We've talked a story about Pat Perez waking yeah. up hungover. He's yeah, all no. wasted in Vegas. Yep. And he's like, holy shit, i got to beat the course in 15 minutes. And he's speeding there and stuff to get there. Uh, so there were already complaints about people. It took, like, guys an hour to get there just for their practice round and stuff. And that's toxic. It's an hour in a car, an hour back. Yep. It's just like, oh, are you kidding me? i got to go back to the hotel now or back to the, the house where I'm staying. It's going to take me 45 minutes. It's a great point. Tiger right? Woods is right there. Yep. He just goes right back to his boat. Right on the course. No, And that's the thing. Tiger Woods, when he talked about the story, you talked about it. These guys said... Tiger predicted some player might be late, even with the caddy waking you up. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Getting to Shinnecock, it's not like where you're just staying at a hotel on the, on the grounds. Great point, man. These guys are in the car for way too long. Tiger gets to sleep on the vessel, boom, right at the course. You can't put a price on that. These guys, Gabe, they're, they're creatures of habit. That's the thing. They, they understand. And when they get out of their zone, trust me, golfers, they get really cranky and really pissed off. They like things done a certain way, and uh, it is an advantage. I'm not sure if Tiger Woods could keep it together for four rounds, but a lot of people I respect think uh, he's going to be a good top five, top ten bet. The Arizona Diamondbacks are uh, battling they're, back they're, right they're, now. They're clawing? They just scored two runs. It's the bottom of the ninth inning, and there's two out. Whoa. <laughs> Got any more guy? Oh yeah, five four. The Angels are up five four too on Seattle. Wow, and Seattle was minus two sixty live betting. Now the Angels are minus two forty five. Damn, live betting. Arizona does this to me all the time. Lose at this game actually. Yeah, that's right. Remember he said lose, taking the dog. Yeah, lose on yeah, the lose on, on the, the pirates, pirates right now. He's like, get me an out, Gabe. I swear to God, every one of these Wednesday games, I lose. All right, now the bases are loaded, and there's two out. Jake Lamb. Jake Lamb. Uh, Now batting. Bases loaded, two out. Lamb chop. You you need uh, Lamb to chop one right up the middle there, uh, score a couple runs, and make loose. You know what I need right now? A grand lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't resist that one. Come on, if you were the announcer and you dropped that, the grand that'd be like such a Rod Black <laughs> Cuthbert thing. <laughs> no, but, but the way he said it, the Rod would go, the way Jake Lamb with a grand lamb, lamb. <laughs> a grand lamb for Jake Lamb. 
<laughs> can make t-shirts. Grand <laughs> lamb. Like grand lamb. Exactly. Oh. This this lamb's about to get uh, yes. put yeah, into a slaughter. Yeah, he's getting, this lamb's going to the factory. He's about to be a gyro. Very good. He's Owen too. Yeah, pork and lamb, gyro. Great at bat, lamb. Could have a real lamb up there and get the same damn result. <laughs> Seriously, a real lamb. I could put a lamb in all play and whatever. He could be Owen too too. <laughs> what difference would it make? You're Owen too. He just fouled off. He's going to strike out any second. Uh, no, I swear to God, I've lost, like, so many Arizona these day games where they, they come back, they blow the lead. Remember it was the Reds? They were up 4 nothing, yeah, and the they Reds hit it. that grand slam. Yeah. Come on, Arizona. Damn, Angels just scored again. 6-4 to four now, minus 600. Man, we could have made a killing with live betting. It's 1-2. and two. Come on, Lamb. You call yourselves a big leaguer? One, two, count. I don't know what I'm going to bet tonight. Baseball's that's very tough board. Very, very tough. Two, two, count. Putting a parlay together. Good eye, Lamb. Yeah, he's, he's taking balls now. Maybe he's zeroing in. Who knows? We've got a two, two, count. Vasquez on the hill for the Pirates. Two, two, count in his uh, windup. In play. Foul ball. Foul. Oh, he's battling. <laughs> he's battling the lamb. When I say Vasquez, too. Vasquez with a with a Z, not an S. Vasquez. 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 <laughs> Vasquez. I don't know. Adrianza? Line two. Adrianza. Isn't that like an airline? <laughs> it sounds that way. That's yes. Lufthansa. <laughs> Lufthansa. Yeah, that's where I got, uh, when I remember I passed out in the Colorado airport and the chick kicked me from under the thing. Remember? Lufthansa. Yeah, Airlines. it was that sweet. It was, uh, the, yeah, they're yellow and uh, blue like Ikea. Lufthansa. Yeah, yeah I think they're, they're Swiss. They treat me like crap. They, 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 like, let the man sleep. It was a long weekend uh, in Vegas, man. We got beat down. What do you want? Picks. All right. Uh, so, 2-2 uh, two, two count right now. 2-2 two, two count. Catcher just went and visited uh, Vasquez. It's going to take a while. Man, this is taking a long time. Sure is. All right. Uh, here comes the pitch. Wind up. Pitch. Strikeout. Thanks for nothing, Lamb, you son of a bitch. Stupid. Could have had Brad Lamb, the real estate agent up there, do the same thing. Uh, he sells a well, lot of condos. What a, what a, what a great, great at bat, Lamb. How many times can you guys screw me in a year, Arizona? Stop betting Arizona in the afternoon, sir. They're killing you. I feel I'm glad for Lou. Lou's a nice guy. Yeah, so Lou just won a bet. Lou's, Lou's a winner. He goes, always, yeah. Gabe. I always bet on the road team. Yeah, Lou's great capping on this game. He didn't even know who they were playing. <laughs> but he's winning. That's the thing. You got Arizona. Who's pitching for the Pirates? I don't care. I got the Arizona. He goes, oh, he goes, oh, yeah. he goes, I never bet on the home team. He goes, I always bet on the road team. Any game I go to, I bet on the road team. <laughs> I always bet on the road team. Well, Lou just won. <laughs> I'm happy for Lou, but I, I need you to win money, too, because uh, part of the money, the more you win, the better it is for the horse bets, the better for the karma with the soccer bets and parlays. We got to get in the right, the mindset of winning. And winning that horse money back. The um, no, the fact. Listen, you're not. Gonna, we're not going to win every bet. Listen, we jumped in on Arizona. We lost. We jumped in on the Boston Red Sox. Parlayed it with uh, Uruguay at plus uh, one thirty one. Yep. That Uruguay uh, game wins. That's that parlay's win. Suddenly, yeah. I actually won money. I lost the Arizona one, but today turns into a, a net plus. You know what they, it's all about net plus, Cam. You know what they That's say, what my new net, strategy yeah, is. Net plus is good. Net plus. Net plus? It's better than Peter Pays Paul, because Peter Pays Paul is a push. It's a new movie with Sandra Bullock, except this time she's not stocked on the internet. It's about uh, net plus. I move in with Sandra Bullock, and she realizes that her new boyfriend is a sad, loser, pathetic gambler. Net plus. <laughs> Starring Sandra Bullock in her most emotional role yet. I never knew you gambled this much. Why do you bet on the Iran soccer games, Gabe? Uh, you know the the uh, the punchline of the movie is uh, you know when you approach Sandra Bullock and you're like, I owe them a lot of money, honey. All it would take is just one night. It's sort of like indecent. Oh yeah, that's right. You sell her out. Yeah. Please pay off my debts. 
honey. Exactly. That's what happens. Like you're going to see all kinds of stories like this in the World Cup. What uh, buddy's wife slept with uh, Guido to pay off debt? Oh, dudes are nuts, man. They bet yeah. they're like kids and stuff like that. Uh, they'll they'll bet or they'll bet like all their sheep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My whole farm. Yeah, they'll bet exactly. all your lambs. I'll bet my farm, and yeah, my kids will work for free if like Argentina <laughs> doesn't win this game. Like they're hardcore. Oh, you think? I know they are. Yeah, you're right. You're giving up property and children. Man, that's a real. What, what was that bet with Moses Simpson's episode? Wow, that was a bet. Was that? Oh yeah. He, I, it was Homer and Lisa. That's right. When, when he had the pick, he's like, I have my daughter on it. Ooh, that's a big bet. Remember that time when he, when she was getting I think it was a Scrabble competition it might have been. Krusty, um, Krusty once bet his daughter's Stradivarius violin Stradivarius. in a, a poker game. Yep, another episode. <laughs> great episode. <laughs> the best line, it's not a great movie, but it's a good line. It's so cheesy, but I'm a big fan of the line, is... Um, it was the movie Two for the Money with uh, Matthew oh, McConaughey yeah. and Al Pacino. It wasn't a real great gambling movie. It was after uh, my boy Brandon Lang. And uh, Matthew McConaughey tells Al Pacino he's got, uh, he's got a big bet. He's like, how much do you like it? How much do you like it? Would you bet your house on it? And Matthew McConaughey responds, with my mother in it. <laughs> That's a bet. With my mother in it. <laughs> Not only would I uh, with my mother in it. All right, five craziest things you can bet on at the World Cup. Yes. Total times Donald Trump tweets during the World Cup. Total matches Vladimir Putin attends the at the World Cup. He's a busy man. I gotta go under I, three and a half. Oh, uh, three, yeah, under uh, under three and a half. He might show up for the the original. Hey, he'll be there tomorrow. Yes, yeah, it's the opener. And he'll be there for the final. Yeah, so two. Nah, but if Russia, you're pretty much if Russia then does Russia well, he'll be there. You're gonna see Putin again. Exactly. He'll be there with his uh, darting eyes, reminding referees that they're dead exactly. if they screw Russia. Six hundred bucks. I can do a hell of a lot worse. You imagine, like you know, you're a referee, you call a big penalty kick against Russia in Russia, and Putin's there, and like you might be. Uh, that's another thing. I'm worried about Russian getting calls because these guys are fearing. They really death. could. They like, could. The well, home teams always get calls. They and do. This is going to be a little exactly. extra. Exactly. And they, remember, you talked about these referees got like they, they took envelopes with six hundred bucks in it. What about when Putin says, "I got uh, Boris and the goons coming after you"? I'd be pretty scared. Oh yeah, I got to give you my DraftKings uh, golf line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my okay, god, go, things go, have been go. crazy. Anyway, I, I'm going to go with this one, Gabe. I'm going to go with Brooks Kepka, nine thousand dollars. I really like the situation. Henrik Stenson. We've we got have... seven minutes, so you can only, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Henrik Stenson is $8,800. Take a look at these results. Fourth, sixth, T5. Wow, man, this is unbelievable stuff. Hot player, too. Brendan Grace at $8,400. He's going to be part of the team. This guy has a T5 and a 3 in two of his last tournaments. Always plays well in majors and gave 18 of 18 cuts. That's very important. Bryson DeChambeau is $8,300. Though I don't think he's going to win the tournament, I think a top 10 is very realistic for him. And uh, also, very good form. Six top 10s this year, a win, and a fourth in two of his last four. Tommy Fleetwood, we all talked about it. I think he can win the tournament, and he's $8,100 on DraftKings. This guy is way underpriced. Fourth in last year's U.S. Open. Plays well in the majors. And Matthew Fitzpatrick, the other young uh, British player, Averaging 74.2 points a tournament, T8, T14 at the RBC, and has made 14 of 17 cuts, a very cheap price at $7,400, Gabe. And in my cash game, I'm going with Jason Day, $9,600. He won the Wells Fargo. He's won two tournaments this year, the uh, Farmers. I like the situation. Brooks Kepka, as we mentioned, plays well. Won a U.S. Open, $8,900. Henrik Stenson, we're both on at $8,800. Tony Finau, $7,700. Two top twos and five of his last six events. Rafa Cabrera Bayo is $7,400. I love this Spaniard with really good form as well. And Ian Poulter at $7,300. This guy has actually won the Houston Open this year. Eighth, 20th, 11th, and 7th in four of those last tournaments. And Gabe, he makes cuts as well. Very cheap price for Ian Poulter. Do you have a couple golfers that you like for me? Yeah, I've got a DraftKings uh, golf lineup. Dustin Johnson, Matt Kuchar, Henrik Stenson, Tommy Fleetwood. I like it. Zach Johnson, Doug Gim. Gim. Doug Gim. You know what? Gim's going to be, let's just say, if he makes the cut and does it, nobody's owning Gim. 
Like he's going to be one of those guys. He's five hundred to one in the tournament. So if you do good things with Gim, I think he can make the cut. I hope he finishes top twenty-five for you. That would be that would be really good. If he, yeah, like I wonder what his odds are to make the cut. Like Doug Gim's, he's a shooter. He finished fiftieth in the Masters. That's good. That means yeah, he made the cut. That's oh, actually there is. Uh, sorry, the amateurs play. Yeah, played through fiftieth. No, he made the cut in the Masters. Yeah. So you know he's good. At the Masters, he shot 72, 76, 74, and seventy-four. Yep. It's pretty solid for a kid. No, I like I like Doug Gim a lot. I think he's going to be a good golfer in a couple of years. I also have a betting six pack for you, Morenci. Bring and, it on. And I don't have uh, like uh, Gretzky used to say thirty picks. I actually have six guys that I'm betting right now. I got one guy. I'm taking Tommy Fleetwood. Just for the record, that's my guy, Tommy Fleetwood. Do you want to take one other guy or just one? No, Tommy Fleetwood. Okay, Fleetwood. That's it. That's the guy. I'm okay. saying, people ask me who's going to win. I can't give eight guys. Tommy Fleetwood. I'll just give you six. All right. Jason Day, eighteen to one. John Rom, twenty to one. I'm going to take Henrik Stenson at twenty-eight to one. Brendan Grace at thirty-five. Tommy Fleetwood at forty, and Alex Norin at fifty-five to one. Matchup bets that I like, Gabe. I like those matchup bets we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Brooks Kepka over Tiger Woods at a pick at minus 110. I'm going to take Tommy Fleetwood. I love this bet. Tommy Fleetwood over Bryson DeChambeau at plus 105 could be my favorite matchup bet. Alex Doran, minus 110 over Francisco Molinari. And I'm I'm going against Spieth. Our boy uh, Dan Daly told us it could be dangerous, but I like McElroy over Spieth at minus 120 and Day over Spieth at minus 115. Those are my matchup bets for the tournament. All right, good stuff. Um, tonight, we got uh, yeah, it's got baseball tonight. I'm ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a big day. We got yeah. the golf. We'll be tracking the golf on the show, and we watch. We'll have the results from the Russia Saudi Arabia game. Yeah, and uh, CFL first game tomorrow night. So uh, we'll put together some CFL DraftKings lineups uh, tomorrow night for the CFL showdown single game matchup between the Edmonton Eskimos and the Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers. I like it. Great time of the uh, the sports year right now. I'm gonna put together a parlay in baseball tonight with all with all those favorites that you like in there. I think I'm gonna th- throw it all together. So baseball tonight, yeah. I played a parlay. I took uh, so uh, we talked about Bauer, man. Bauer's just been absolutely unbelievable. He doesn't get priced like an ace, but he is an ace. Uh, and uh, speaking of aces, we got Garrett Cole. So we're gonna we're gonna parlay the Cleveland Indians and the Houston Astros tonight. It's plus 116, so we're getting plus money. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, we're going to play uh, Barrios here, minus 155. I like Barrios a lot, and uh, I'm not a big fan of Boyd. I think this is a good spot for the Minnesota Twins. We're talking about Dozier. There's a lot of guys that get to Boyd. Yeah, exactly. So we got a good pitcher. we got good hitting uh, situational matchups. Uh, what are you betting on tonight? Gabe, I'm taking uh, San Francisco. You brought up a good angle with Suarez being a hometown guy with Miami. I know Caleb Smith's been respectable, but uh, I'm going to take the Giants at a pick and price, minus 110. Also, to your parlay, I'm adding one game to make it plus 231, the exact same parlay, but I'm taking the Cardinals, Indians, and Houston, three-game parlay at plus 231. I really like that. I think they're going to come in with San Francisco. Those are the plays. All right, don't forget to check out mybookie.ag, guys. Get a 50% uh, sign-up uh, bonus, 50% uh, sign-up bonus. Use promo code FNTSY. Use that 50% uh, bonus to lay down on the World Cup. We gave you a million parlays. Uh, check the podcast if you're joining us late and you want to hear what uh, we're playing. Uh, but as far as who's going to win the World Cup is concerned, we're going to go with Germany. Uh, Germany right now, plus 370 at mybookie.ag. You know what? Something we didn't get to today. Spain actually fired their coach. I know they did. That's unbelievable versus the before the Portugal game. It's crazy. They're Two playing on before, Friday. I know. They fired their coach because their coach took the Real Madrid, the Madrid job. job.